Journaling can be an incredible way to outline your goals, to help yourself create a positive mindset, to handle your emotions and sort out your thoughts, to help you process events that have happened, or even just to record memories. But sometimes when you are sitting there with a blank page staring at you, you know the song, staring at the blank page before you, how do you even know how to begin writing? It could definitely feel overwhelming when someone suggests you should journal about it. What do you write? I hope that this episode is going to help remove some of the mental blocks that you might have around journaling and show you a little bit of the value that you could gain in keeping a journal. Maybe it'll help you to begin putting pen to paper in a variety of meaningful ways. I'm going to be sharing with you 10 ways that you can start journaling today even when you feel like you have nothing to say. Here we go. Hey there. Welcome to Be Well With Steph, the podcast, the show for women who know that personal wellness can be an actively pursued goal and who are ready to tackle building healthier daily habits with a little bit of good humor a little bit of grace, and a lot of coffee. I'm Steph Jenko, your holistic nutrition coach and your host, and I'm here to help empower you to create and maintain a healthy lifestyle you love, a lifestyle that gives you the strength, energy, and confidence to go after your wildest dreams. I think that I began keeping a journal as a kid almost as soon as I learned how to write sentences. I remember getting journals maybe as a birthday present or something, and it was just, I can actually picture the first one. It was just a blank notebook, hardcover with bears on the front. It had like bears and little flowers on it. I remember that being my first journal. And I would journal almost daily as a kid, and every entry would be almost the same. It would start out with something like, hello, or dear journal. And then I would say, today I fill in the blank with whatever activities happened that day. It was like two or three sentences, you know, today I went to school. Then I came home and played school with Sarah and we ate pizza for dinner. Okay, bye. I think every every entry was something like that when I was little. And then I kept journaling throughout growing up. Even into my teen years, as I started to process more emotions, teenage emotions and social settings, most of those pages have probably been ripped out and burned in a campfire or something by this point. So embarrassing. But I used a journal as a tool to reflect on the experiences in my life, whether it was a little kid going to school or an older kid hanging out with friends or a teenager feeling emotions for the first time. I used my journal as a way to sort through that. So writing in a journal was a regular practice for me until I hit college. I think in college, I was just writing so much for school, you know, writing papers, writing reflective responses, and keeping track of so many things in a written form that I definitely got away from the journaling practice for sure. I've always loved a fresh notebook still. So even though they don't have teddy bears, they usually have motivational quotes of some kind or really aesthetically pleasing covers, or maybe they have quotes on different pages. I've always kept like a collection of fresh notebooks, but they just sat there. They just kind of sat in a bin in my room with nothing in them. 
because I wasn't really sure as an adult what to write. I wasn't sure how to begin journaling again, even though I knew that that had been a valuable practice to me earlier in my life. It was something maybe I would enjoy. And I know so many other coaches that I follow or listen to or motivational speakers, they talk about the the value of journaling as a way to clarify your thoughts or the way to sort through problems or set goals. And I just couldn't figure out how to start. So I tried a lot of things over the past uh, couple of years, especially during the time that I was um, in quarantine. There was a time in the beginning of 2020, well, spring of 2020, where I was quarantining by myself. And there was a lot to process there, being by yourself for so much time, not really understanding the uncertainty in the world that we were going through in 2020. I'm sure you can relate to that. And also knowing that I was going through personal changes, like career changes and shifts, there was just a lot, a lot to sort through. And I thought that I would give journaling a try again in a more uh, serious and consistent way. So I, I, again, I tried a lot of things and now I do a combination of things depending on maybe what I need or what feels right at the time. And I want to share those with you. I have come up with a collection of 10 ways that you can begin journaling when the blank page is staring at you and you feel like you don't have anything to say. Way number one is to begin with a gratitude practice. This is something that I still do almost daily. I try to do it daily and it's very short, very simple. In my notebook, I start out with three listing three things that I am grateful for. I do this first thing in the morning and it can be a really, really simple list, but I make sure that the things I'm writing that I'm grateful for are very specific. So of course, I'm always grateful for my family, but I don't just write family every day, even though I'm grateful for them every day. Maybe there was a particular instant or a moment with a family member that struck me, and I might note that. But I also try to be aware of the small things, a small success in the day, a positive interaction with somebody that I talked to, the particularly delicious food I had tasted the night before, the snuggles with the puppy in the morning, or the way you hear the birds coming through the window. I try to put myself in the morning in a place of gratitude. And when there's nothing else that I feel like I can say or write about, I can always dig deep and find a couple of things that I'm grateful for. Sometimes that's it. Sometimes I go on. The second way is a reflection. Reflecting on maybe things that have been successful in the day or things that have been a struggle. When I was teaching fifth grade, we would call these the glows and grows. So I would have the kids reflect on maybe a project, a group experience, a day. They're learning over an academic quarter. It could be anything. But we would take a look at glows and grows. What is it that went well? And what is it that we need to improve on? So maybe in your journal, you would want to jot down thoughts about your day or your week and what in it do you feel like you handled well and what is an area that you'd look to improve. The third way is to jot down your dreams. And by dreams, I don't mean what you thought about while you slept the night before. I do mean more of a kind of five-year plan or 10-year plan type idea. I write down my dreams in that kind of time frame, that five to 10-year, just just out of reach, in the sense of what kind of person do I want to be at that time and what do I want for my life to be like at that time? And I write these sentences, these kind of dream statements, as if they've already happened. I write them in the present tense. 
in that way, they're really similar to writing your own affirmations. So I might write things like, as a coach, I help change people's lives. I am a successful business owner. I am a loving wife and a caring mom. I am healthy and strong. I have beautiful homes. I write these statements as if they are all already happening. And I actually have a list of 10 things. It's the same. It's been the same for about a year at this point. Um, Just minor tweaks. But I write this list like a list of, I guess, affirmations, dream statements is what I always think of them as. And it's a way for me to visualize in a broader sense where I'm going. Because day to day, uh, there can be a lot that comes up. Day to day, there can be roadblocks. Life can be a roller coaster and we can be short-sighted. And just by taking a few moments, this part of my regular practice now, I, I write down what I'm grateful for and I follow it up with the 10 dreams. And that helps to put me in a bigger frame of mind to looking at the big picture a little bit more of no matter how the days or hours are roller coastering, there's still so much to be grateful for. And I still have an idea of where I'm headed and the type of person I want to be when I get there. I'd like to pause here for just a minute and take the opportunity to personally invite you to hang out. Well, hang out with us online. Be Well Together is my monthly membership program that I am completely obsessed with, and I want you to hear why. Do you want to learn more about nutrition and healthy habits, but you feel overwhelmed with the sheer amount of conflicting information on the internet? Well, I've got you covered with two mini trainings a month crafted especially for my members. Do you want to grab a quick new recipe to try for dinner? hit up my hand-picked recipe bank. Maybe you're struggling with your mindset or your habits and you need someone to bounce your ideas off of. You can post in our member forum for some friendly discussion and support. The beauty of Be Well Together is that you don't have to go it alone. You get to go it with us. You have a safe and trusted place to ask your nutrition and wellness questions, get fresh recipes and resources, learn through easily digestible, pun intended, mini lessons that you can watch and rewatch at your own pace. And did I mention that my new monthly webinar series is included in the membership? 20 bucks a month, access to all the things. Visit bewellwithstuff.com slash together, linked in the show notes for all the details. Can't wait to hang out with you there. The fourth suggestion for journaling is to copy down a quote that you love. If you are really struggling with coming up with words, but you feel like this is something you want to start, maybe there's a Bible verse that you love or a quote you found on the internet or some sort of personal mantra that you've heard or an affirmation statement you've heard that spoke to you. And you just simply copy it down on the blank page. Maybe doodle around it and make it look cool. Like you're designing your own, I don't know, designing your own quote. And maybe it stops there. Maybe it's just pausing and reflecting on words of someone else. Maybe those words inspire you to add a few lines of your own thoughts about the quote or verse. Fifth way to start journaling. Record a story or a memory or some sort of moment from the day. Kind of like I did when I was six, right? 
just record something that happened and start telling a small story. Maybe there was a funny exchange that happened with a friend. Maybe you witnessed a kid do something really silly. Maybe you ate a food and it reminded you of an experience and you recall that experience and describe it. Could just be you're going for a walk and we want to retell what happened. It doesn't have to be a monumental story. It doesn't need to be a really significant moment in time. It's your life and it's your moment in time. It's very concrete. So if you can record a story or a memory, a situation that happened, you have something really concrete to write about. You don't necessarily have to be pulling your emotions up and unpacking them. Just writing about something really tangible can get you started writing. Number six, you could journal about a goal or a focus, or some sort of priority you have. I like to do this at the beginning of a week, usually on Sundays. I like to think about my week, where I'm headed, and what I want to focus on. And I don't necessarily mean a goal like, you know, I'm going to record two podcast episodes. I mean more a goal like, how do I need to show up in the world? What's my focus for this week? So I might, on Sundays, say, it's a busy week. I'm going to be talking with a lot of clients My goal is to be present with the people I'm talking with. That's what I want my focus to be. So I might reflect on that and then check in during the week. How am I doing? Some of your goals might be tangible in the idea of like habit tracking. So maybe you at the beginning of a week, you set yourself up with some habits like I would like to drink more water this week. And you use your journal as a place to check back in with how you're doing on working toward that goal. So some sort of goal or focus or priority for the week could be a way to begin journaling. Number seven, this is fun. I think it's fun. (laughs) Mindfulness journaling. So when we are mindful, just in general, it means that we are okay sitting in the present moment. When we're mindful, we're not worried about what has happened before and not anticipating what has happened next, but we're just soaking up now the presence of now. So mindfulness journaling is just allowing yourself to be quiet enough to write down what it is that you're experiencing in that moment. And one way to do that is running through your senses. So you may pause, give yourself some deep breaths, and then write down what you see, what you hear, what you taste, what you smell, what you feel, and allow yourself to be present in that moment, experiencing whatever it is that is coming to you right then. Number eight is to daydream, which is almost like the opposite. If mindfulness is being in the present moment here, daydreaming is allowing your mind to run wild, maybe picking a favorite vacation spot, maybe imagining a scene from a book or a movie that you love, or a place from your childhood that was magical to you. When I was a kid, we had um, a couple of trees in the backyard And it's funny, I lived in the village, right? I lived in a small town and we had a couple trees in the backyard by the garden area and we called them the forest. Two trees, that was our forest. And the amount of time that my sister and I and even neighborhood friends spent in that forest is so funny to me to look back on now. You know, we set up our home there. We would cook there and, and, you know, role play type situations. And sometimes I think about that spot. And I think that I could probably sit down with a blank notebook and imagine what it was like to be in the forest and kind of retell what it felt like to be there, what we did, the silly stone type soups that we cooked up, 
what the grass felt like, I think I could just daydream about that childhood moment for a little while. And writing about that might just simply help me put pen to paper and begin writing because that's a moment that just feels good to revisit. Number nine, write about someone else. Maybe it's difficult for you to sit down and write about yourself and your own goals or your own day, but maybe um, there's somebody that you really care about that you admire that you can write about them. Maybe you have a partner in life or a friend or a parent who has been really special or a student or a teacher, and you can write down some thoughts about what you admire about that person, why you value your relationship with them, an experience that you had together. Maybe you have someone in your life that is going through something themselves and that journaling about it, writing about it can help you think about them in a more special way and to show some compassion or empathy for the situation that they're going through. It takes a little bit of the pressure off of you. You don't have to always write about yourself or think about yourself, right? Sometimes we can write or think about other people and what they're going through. Number 10, last idea on the list, brain dump, stream of consciousness. I think this is one of the most easy ways for me to get started when I feel overwhelmed, when the idea of looking at a blank paper feels anxious to me because I have so many ideas or so many thoughts or emotions. That's kind of where the unpacking through journaling begins is first, sometimes you just have to get it on the paper. So a brain dump or a stream of consciousness just means we open it up and we start writing everything that we're thinking or feeling. You can do this in an emotional type way. It could be um, physically, you know, doing like a little body scan and every single thing that my body is feeling. It might be that you have some worries or stressors and you just start to pour out what is it that you're worried or stressed about? No judgment. No evaluation of is what I'm writing down good or not? Is it helpful or not? Is this valid or not? It's just your consciousness. So it's perfectly valid all on its own. Just brain dumping those feelings or brain dumping ideas, tasks, things that are more concrete. You can also make a list. This is great. Maybe at the end of a day before you go to sleep because you have a lot of ideas still in your head or things you want to be remembering for the next day. A journal next to your bed where you can unload all of those ideas and reminders could be a tool that helps you to sleep more peacefully too. Journaling is a practice that could happen morning, noon, or night. It could be part of your morning routine or your bedtime routine or your lunch break or a quiet walk outside. It could fit anywhere. Journaling can be two minutes or two hours. It doesn't have to be pretty. It doesn't have to be shared with anyone else. But it can be a really powerful way that I have found to connect with your thoughts, to work through your emotions, to help remember experiences, to focus on your goals or your priorities, or to simply just be present in the day and its experiences as they come. I hope that this list is helpful to you in putting pen to paper, staring at the blank page before you, and beginning a journaling practice of your own because I know that you have a lot to say too. Thank you so much for listening to Be Well with Steph, the podcast. When there are a million things that you could be doing, I appreciate your choosing to hang out here. 
and I am proud of you for continuing to work on your own wellness journey. I invite you to head over to BeWellWithStuff.com for the details from this episode, my blog, upcoming events, and lots of other resources. If you enjoyed today's show, I'd love to hear from you. I'm Be Well With Stuff everywhere you like to hang out on social media, so come on over and say hi. Until next time, my friends, be well. Be well.